Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, before we get into the podcast, right, boys, um, I, I missed this tweet off of our uh, Six Nations pod uh, from Neil Wilmer, who said, we have our chance of banners and sippers, uh, two players that might get mentioned on this podcast about domestic rugby, but um, that he's also said, when talking about Maro Itoji, can we start saying, Toja? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. I'm not convinced by that I quite like that. All right, well, let's get into it then. Do, do we do theme tune for this second pod? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we should. Definitely. It's a f- fully-fledged, proper podcast. Damn right, damn right. Welcome to the, what, what, what is it again? The, the MWDP. MWDP. No. How on that? Is that right? Yes. The, the MWDP Midweek Domestic Podcast. Hands in, pod on three. One, two, three. Pod. pod. Yeah, it is, JV. It is coming through. Uh, thank you, though, for checking. Uh, right, the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast with the usual threesome of me, Tim, him, JV. Hello, Tim. And Philip over there. Hi, Tim. Wearing an extremely tight, match-fitting bath shirt. You know, this is a large. I know. <laughs> this is not... I am not a large man at all. No, this, no. How is this a large? Mind you, maybe they go to extra, extra, extra large. Because I, <laughs> there must be, like... There must be, like, set standards for... For clothing, well, no, right? Well, I know, I know, I know, I know this. It's a Canterbury shirt, and I happen to know that players get body scanned and shirts made specifically for them. Uh, that's how they can get Stuart Hooper's shoulders into a shirt <laughs> without scaffolding and uh, Davy Wilson's waist into a shirt. And yeah. I'm, I'm assuming who makes uh, Wasps kit? Uh, Under Armour. Under, Under I'm, Armour. I'm assuming yeah. Under Armour probably do the same thing so that, that they, they get rid of most of the shoulder area of Joe Launchbury's shirt. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, that, that can go, the extra material from Joe Launchbury's shoulders can just go to, straight into James Haskell's shoulders. Oh, or Jimmy yes. Goffith. Oh, Jimmy Goffith, yeah. Yeah, he's looking a big boy. Uh, right, yeah, this, so this is the Domestic Rugby Podcast. So we've dealt with the Six Nations. If you missed that or if you're listening to this thinking, oh, yeah, I want to hear about the Six Nations, we've already released that one. So have a look on our timeline on iTunes, on Acast, and you can find that podcast that we released yesterday. Uh, you can still get in touch with us about this and lots of people have at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. We're going to be talking about domestic rugby and I'm going to get straight into it, boys, and say what was your highlight of the weekend? But I'm going to caveat that by saying you're not allowed to mention Wasps' demolition of Saracens because we will talk about that because that is the highlight of the weekend, bar none. So besides that... Well, comfortably, the shock of the weekend had to be Newcastle-Leicester. 
had Apart, to be. apart from the wasp. Apart shot. from when it happened. Yeah. Apart from when it happened. Apart, yeah, I, I would go for that. Mm. I, I was predicting Leicester to win. As was I. However, maybe we were a little bit. When you actually look in reflection on Newcastle's last five games, they've won their three home games, including a win against Quinns. They, yeah. they beat Quinns. And they only lost to Wasp by a single point. Uh, yeah, and when they lost to London Irish, they were bitterly disappointed away at London Irish, but they got a losing bonus point. So they've got two losing bonus point defeats, three wins, and Kingston Park, and they were fully deserving of a win. Leicester got exactly what they deserved. So maybe it's naive on our part. Maybe they're, they're a lot better than maybe we've given them credit for. Yeah, they had a slow, a slow start to this season, but I think they are. They're coming good now. Yeah, well, it's. I, I personally think that after watching it, Aaron Major's loose, expansive game has clearly rubbed off on uh, Leicester Tigers more because that also looked loose, <laughs> uh, loose and expansive. Um, and it looked to me as if Newcastle just smashed everything. And even better, smashed people into the hoardings. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Two or three guys ended up in, um, into the hoardings. More, please. I kept expecting. You know, much like with England, Italy, I kept sort of expecting. All right, any any time now, Leicester are going to soak this up and they're going to let loose. And it just the intensity from Newcastle kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And it's interesting. We've talked about it before. Their their second row combination. They're they're playing with a lot of back row players. Yeah, the the, the second rows. This is we pointed out on the podcast a while ago. The shorter second row pairing, I think we've ever seen. Because they're only six foot two, both of them. They're back rows. They're sixes. Mark Wilson and Sean Robinson. Mm. Moritz both are there. Moritz both is there. I missed that. He came on for. He came on because someone went off injured when Newcastle had the final kick of the game, and he so he came on it just for the kick. Yeah, he looked, really. he looked a bit embarrassed to be coming it, on. It was a uh, Nili Latu, yeah, who is it. looking very good, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, do you remember the other second row these have? Um, is it McLeod? Yeah. Who is that old man that looks like a witch? <laughs> <laughs> the old transsexual witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very respectful. He's still part of their coaching setup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is, and he's he's doing a good he's doing job. a very good he's job, doing a very very good job. Must be all those spells. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that, that was a definite highlight and fair play to Newcastle. And no, did Richard you... Cockle, did you see his face afterwards? No, I missed the interview. He was absolutely. <laughs> You could see how angry he was. Hear me now, believe me later. Cock has gone Aaron Major, director of rugby, before the year's out, or maybe by the start of next season. Well, mm. they're still third. Well, I've just yep. said. I just said. Two defeats on the bounce, though. But the difference yep. is, I just said, hear me now, believe me later, so it will come true. <laughs> Guarantee. Guarantee. The, uh, this Six Nations period, we knew about it because of the World Cup, week after week after. Normally, we'd be playing LV Cup games. Uh, but the, it's it's a different complexion on this season, and I can't imagine anyone getting an accumulator right on the on the Aviva Premiership results. And if they did, they'd have got big odds because all the top four lost. They'll tell the man. Well, I put an accumulator on on Saturday morning, so I didn't include this game, and I got eight out of nine correct, including the Wasps game. It got sixty to one with my two quid, so in line to win one hundred and twenty. And Ireland let me down. Ireland oh. lost to France, but everything else I predicted. Oh, fair play. Um, unfortunately, although it, had I included this game, it would have been too too incorrect because I wouldn't have predicted this. Uh, my highlight was Sale Sharks, and I was at the AJ Bell Stadium. Mm. There, there, there weren't many people at the AJ Bell Stadium, <laughs> I'll be honest, but I was one of them, and so I was keeping an eye on the Ireland France game whilst also watching the Sale Exeter game. And 
you can't help but respect what sales sharks are oh, doing. Huge They've been going under the radar and no one's been talking about them. And there just, they are. There they are. Three points off top four. Yeah, they just kind of lurk under the surface with nothing but a fin showing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then before you know, it's too late. I'll tell you something disappointing about sales sharks. Go on. Danny Cipriani, who is England's third choice ten, and was a little bit unlucky to not to be called up into the squad, mm. particularly given that they're. F- First two both tens are both starting, yeah. yeah. His kick in the last two weeks. He got two from nine, yeah. uh, two from seven last week and yeah. three from seven. Two from seven? Yeah. He, he's, the last two weeks he's running at 35% kicking, oh, kicking average. Yeah, that's terrible. It's been some bad conditions, a bit wet and windy. But it wasn't, wasn't bad was, yesterday. Yes, yeah, the, the Leicester game the previous week. Well, well, the, but, the, but they have won back to back games against third and second in the table. Yeah. They ended Leicester Tigers' home record yeah. of nearly a year and a half and then they've come back and and they've beaten Exeter Chiefs. Do you want to know yeah. me? So it's good. Which we, good also pre- which we also predicted. We did. So Cipriani, good control in the game, good with ball in hand, playing very well. But if he wants to be playing international rugby, you yeah. cannot have a 35% uh, kick in. Well, unless you play 10 with Farrell at 12. Then you could do. Okay, so the thing that annoys me about Sale at the moment are the players leaving. The players leaving for you know for greener pastures... Well, actually, they're a damn good team, and if they could just keep this lot... I don't know what they're not doing to keep well, these players. Well, it's really, really tough, because I don't think it's all about the money. If you were Tommy Taylor, mm-hmm. and you had... Well, there's 4,000 people at the AJ Bell Stadium, or you could go and play in front of 20,000 people against Toulon. However, Cameron Neal is a player you need to watch out for. He got man of the match. He He's... I mean, Tommy Taylor, the hooker, is going to Wasps. Cameron Neal is a hooker that's come through the academy. He was playing at blindside flanker against Exeter. Man of the match. Massive hits. Right, okay. You'd love him, Jay. Uh, on the Exeter side of things, they, they were a little bit off par. They just got beaten by a better team on the day. In I've got the Sale Sharks uh, match day programme here. Oh, excellent. There's an opposition quick-fire question page featuring Thomas the Tank, Ooh. Thomas Waldrum. So I thought we'll have a little bit of a quick game. Okay. You can see a little bit of a quiz. You can see if you can guess the answers to any of these. So first one, tell us your middle name. Anyone know Thomas Waldrum's middle name? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tank. Oh. Uh, no idea. I'll no. say Robert. It is Robert. What? <laughs> it is Robert. <laughs> I, I can only assume I've read that somewhere. I, I honestly thought we were in for one of those uh, Father Ted sort of moments where he wouldn't stop guessing until he gets it right. <laughs> Maximus <not> David. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I must have read that somewhere. Uh, what do you think Thomas Waldron re- responded to this question? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> uh, premiership tr- top try scorer. Too late. He's already, He's already got, got that. that. Uh, X-ray vision. I think he'd want a really fast metabolism so he can <laughs> burn, <laughs> burn off burn off whatever he eats. He can eat unlimited amount of food. Uh, invisibility. Oh, no, that's a good one, yeah. He I says so he can see what's going on behind the scenes, but I reckon uh, he yeah. can sneak down into the cookie jar without being seen. <laughs> um, who does he get on with uh, to the extent that you'd think would be his away day roommate? So he has an away day roommate. I'm going to say former Leicester man, Jeff Parlin. Oh, that's a good show. Kai Horseman. Jeff Parling is correct. Oh, oh, yes. Phil is killing it. Uh, who's longest in the shower for extra cheese? <laughs> no it's idea. A b- bad term of phrase. Who takes longest in the shower, Tim? Um, well, the question is who's the longest in the shower? <laughs> it's going to be Ollie Woodburn. He looks like he really <laughs> takes care of his appearance. <laughs> um, it's got to be Nolly. 
Jack Noll. Uh, Gareth Steenson. Oh, huh. right. okay. Yeah. Uh, who's his favourite comedian? I'll give you a multiple choice here. Uh, Frankie Boyle, Peter Kay, Jimmy Carr. It's one of them. Frankie Boyle, uh, Jimmy Carr. I think uh, not Not Frankie Boyle, not Jimmy Carr, the other one. Peter Kay. Peter Kay. Yes. Uh, it's Jimmy Carr. Yes. Phil 3-0. is killing it. You and Thomas Waldron, <laughs> like, it's like a share of brain. We're besties. Yeah. Uh, current celebrity crush, is it Rachel Riley from Countdown? Yes. Is it Rita Ora from yes. X Factor? <laughs> uh, Rita Ora or Rachel Riley? I prefer Rachel Riley. I'll go for Rita Ora then. It's Rachel Riley. Yes! Uh, and I'll give you this final one then. Right, so he was asked the question, what three things would you take on you to a desert island? One of those is uh, someone who's a musician... A, music, a satellite phone would be high on my in, list. Who's in, the, who's in the music charts. Which which music uh, person would he take with him to a desert island? I'll give, I'll give you a choice. Is it... Drake. They all like Drake. Is it, is it, is it, is it Coldplay? <laughs> I don't know. Adele or Justin Bieber? It's one of them. Biebs. Uh I'll go for Adele. It is Adele. Yes, 4-1. Ah, thank you very much, Thomas the Tank. Uh, it couldn't help his team come up with a victory, unfortunately. Nope, good. And on sale go. They're looking well placed just to that. It's now got really congested from Leicester in third down to down to Sale, Gloucester, Wasps, Quins. Uh, they're all sort of in the mix. Yeah, because Gloucester are winning. So from yeah, Gloucester had a great win from Leicester on thirty-four in third. Gloucester in eighth or on twenty ninth. So any like a couple of wins for any of those teams. Gloucester eighth, Sale seventh, Northampton sixth. Quinns have dropped out of the top four in fifth. Wasps have gone into the top four in fourth, and all, all the top four lost this week. I know. So Quinns lost to Gloucester, and that that'll probably be my highlight of the week. I would love to know what we predicted. What did we predict for our top fours? We have to go back and back and see them. We, we said the previous top four. Um, We've said several times, Saracens, yeah. Exeter, Leicester, Quinns. Is that what we all said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Is that in your book? Uh, no. Uh. Um, yeah, the, the Gloucester game. Uh, in particular, James Hook and Ben Morgan, both looking very good. Mm. Um, both scored tries and took apart, comfortably took apart, a solid Quinns team. But as we've already said on previous podcasts, Quinns lose the most of any team in the can Premiership. You read this, can you read the possession stats for, for, for me? Uh, I don't think that's quite right, that possession stats. Are you sure? Uh, it's, it's unlikely. Uh, the possession stats on ESA and ESPN currently show Quinns with 99% possession and Gloucester with 1% I th- possession. I think that might be uh, incorrect somehow. Yeah. Um, just one little thing on... Um, we, you're right. Uh, again, Gloucester are, are showing up and, and are starting to come into form and... You, They've got a good balance of backs and forwards, and and like you say, but but they still have their England fringe players in the Gloucester team. Quinns, the players that they lose, so well, influential. You, you say less uh, England fringe players. What about the Welsh fringe, fringe players? Hmm? Hook yeah. um, and Hibbard. Yeah, Hibbs. Uh, they lost Moriarty. Wasn't playing though, was he? Yeah. Well, All that reminds me, Legacy Fifteen. Oh, it does. That's a good segue. Oh, well, that's well, a very good segue. Yeah, excellent. So, yeah, Moriarty is one of the people that's been tweeted to us a lot. So, on what which podcast did we do it on? Like, it was on this one last week, wasn't it? I think it was yeah. last week's midweek domestic podcast. Last week's MWDP. Um, <laughs> we we were talking about it. Just it came up really organically out of nowhere and we said right this week we're going to do a Legacy Fifteen because we were talking about players who were sons of other rugby players um, so 
thank you very much for all the tweets to at Rugby Podcast. Some brilliant suggestions. And Phil, why don't you rattle through our, our Legacy 15? This is su- people who are sons of rugby okay. players. Um, there's a few positions where there's not a huge amount of choice. And a couple of positions, particularly back row and ten, where we're absolutely stacked. So I might need some uh, some help to pick the best. Okay, far away. So I've gone for uh, struggling a bit with a loose head, uh, but we've gone for Mako Vunipola. In as he's got a was it his? I know his uncle. I know his uncle was a Tongan international Tongan hooker. I think uncle and father. Oh, were, okay. Were both um, hooker. Sean Fitzpatrick, both father and son, played hooker for New Zealand. Wow. And had a combined 95 all black wow. caps. That'll do for me. Of which Sean Fitzpatrick did get 92 of them. Uh, so it's a little bit one sided. Nothing to sniff at, though. Yes. Tight head, I've gone for Flip van der Moer, current mm-hmm. South African type nice. head. Whose father, Flippy Van der Moer. Well, you wouldn't laugh at his face because in the 1980s when he played, he was one of the biggest. Uh, Springboks ever. He was six five and twenty one stone. What wow. as a tight head prop in the eighties? Oh my word! Um, second row, uh, Andy's Becker. Henny uh, Becker. Weird. I was just, I, I was literally just thinking. He said the one of the biggest Springboks ever. I think he is the biggest Springbok He's ever. T- Andy's Becker is the tallest Springbok ever. Yes, yeah. so we've gone from. Um, and then my other second row. I've gone for C- Craig Quinnell. Yeah. Not the best second row, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, a solid one from good stock, and then back row we are absolutely stacked. You've got Scott, so, a Scott for a start if you wanted Scott Quinnell. Yeah, Scott Quinnell, obviously. Scalk Berger, whose father also Scalk. What is wrong with South Africans? Played in the eighties. <laughs> you got flip and flippy, Scalk <laughs> and Scalk. <laughs> <laughs> Reese Ruddock, Ross Moriarty, Akira Yuani, who's yeah. just been uh, carving up for the under twenties a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and for New Zealand sevens. New Zealand yes. Um, Josh Scott Beaumont. Quinnell, Josh Beaumont, Johnny Beatty, Billy Vunapola. So you kind of get in that if your old man was a big athletic bloke who liked rugby, you're like, the lads are going to be big athletic. Are you saying it's like genetics? Rugby. I think there might be some might genetics. Might be some genetics at play here. So shall we go for? Uh, we could go for Welsh, Scottish, Irish mm. in Johnny Beatty, Scott Quinnell, and Reese Ruddock. Although he's kind of Welsh and Irish anyway, isn't he? Nine. Straight shootout between Lloyd Williams, mm-hmm. whose uh, father Brynmore Williams was I did a lion. No, that his father's Brynmore Williams. Oh. Yeah, and Ruan Pinar, who's oh really? Yeah, oh, I just did a JBism then. Oh really? Yeah, really? Oh really? really? Whose father Gazy 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 Pinar? Uh, Thirteen caps for the Springbok. Flippy Gazy Gazy. <laughs> Some great names. <laughs> Flippy's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Ten. Ford, Farrell. Ford or Farrell. Ben Bottica. Um, Grayson's sons, apparently at Northampton. Uh, Malinder's son, Harry, Harry Malinder. There's a bit the of a utility back. to the back. old Ford or Farrell at 10 debate, but in, yeah. a, different, in a different team. Um, I'd go, let's go Ford with Farrell at... Well, you could push Farrell to 12 alongside Will Greenwood or Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah, nice. Brian O'Driscoll, re- really? He, his, his whole family, yeah. I didn't know that. His, I think, father, uncle... Um, there's a few of them in the seventies played for the Lions. Yeah. Oh, wow. So not even just an in, not even. Just oh like no! A one, one, I think one lion. of his uncles wow. was a Lion selector for a long time um, after having played. Clearly, for them. his uh, uncle wasn't wasn't selecting the, li- uh, the last Lions. <laughs> not, uh, not in 2013. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so you could have uh, Faz and either Greenwood or, or Driscoll in the centres. I like that English axis, Ford, Farrell, Greenwood. There is uh, Regan King oh, and his sub, Jacob, Crow- Jacob Cowley. They played together. They've played together. They're both currently at the Scarlets. That's unreal. That is that. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, out wide, I've not got a huge amount of choice. We could move Harry F- Helen Malander to 15. Yeah. Uh, let's have Luke Fitzgerald. Nice. On one of the wings. Uh, his dad was? His dad was a prop in the 80s. Get an, out of an it. An Irish prop. Yeah. What about Jason Robinson's son, who is at... I think he's been released by Wigan, you know. Well, he still exists. He does exist. <laughs> he has played uh, professional rugby in some capacity. Yeah. And there's the other uh, Yuani boy, Rico Yuani, who's been, again, carving it up for New Zealand 7s Why at the I moment. I think we would miss someone really ob- who's obvious. Uncle, oh, sorry, whose father, Eddie, played for Samoa, I believe. We probably have missed someone obvious. Someone and... really, I think, like, no, not Ben Cohen, because his uncle's a World Cup winner. George Cohen in the England football yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, good work, Phil. Well, yeah, well excellent. Well, thank you for all the tweets at Rugby Podcast. If we've missed anyone obvious from our Legacy 15 selection, then let us know. And um, before we get back to the uh, Premiership Rugby, just one other thing I'd like to mention as well: uh, Ed Slater's injury. He, I mean, he would oh. he, he would have been so frustrated watching that Newcastle game for Leicester and, and their defeat, not being able to be involved because he was going to be making his long-awaited comeback from shoulder surgery. And was it knee? Th- was it knee? Knee. I think. It was knee surgery. It was M- MCL. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and he's had he's had really bad luck with injuries, and was trying to cut a frozen bagel, slice a frozen bagel, and sliced his hand that needed stitches, and <laughs> has kept him out for a bit longer. Have you seen the picture of it? Yeah, I don't it's want to horrible. see it. Don't show me a picture. Fourteen stitches. It's, it's a massive gash. Did I he mean, just carry on cutting? Did well, you not realise? I'm thinking. I'm thinking he must have been. <laughs> I'm thinking he must have been holding the bagel in his hand and cutting down towards. With yeah. what? What was he using to cut? A, a vi- lightsaber. <laughs> it's just, it's a very. It looked. They said it was a very sharp knife. From the picture, it looked like it oh, was a very horrible. sharp knife. Please don't show me a picture, Tim. I hate this stuff. No, no, no but Ed, Ed Slater. Um, Sort of applauded our nickname that we've dubbed him. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so there's an NFL player, Marshawn Lynch, who's just retired actually, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but he has gone by the nickname for many years, Beast Mode. And <laughs> Salford City Red Rugby League team, by the way, when they go to the gym in their vests, so I've seen them at the, uh, the. I used to go to the same gym that they do. Oh. And they have they have Beast Mode T-shirts that they wore. And uh, we now dub Ed Slater yeast mode. <laughs> after, <laughs> after his encounter with the breaded object. Yeah, I'd have gone with dough selector. <laughs> dough selector, that's good. I like it. Uh, it sounds like a horrible injury. It so does. so stupid. He, he would feel but, really, really stupid. What is it? Yeah. Frozen bagel? Frozen. frozen bagel. What? Yeah. Defrost the bagel, then slice it. Or slice it, then, then freeze, freeze it. Then freeze the bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Two practical tips for a better life. <laughs> <laughs> you can have them for free. Um, I'll tell you what else you can have for free, and that is a £10 discount on oh, well done. on Cornerstone shaving products. Virgin have got themselves a gem here. Look at that segue. Oh, yeah, I've got a new job. Uh, Virgin Radio coming end of March. Uh, launching, Congratulations. Launching, launching across the United Kingdom and via the universe online at virginradio.co.uk. Anyone learn? I want to talk about cornerstone.co.uk. Uh, they are a brilliant company that, that we have are customers of and so they got in touch with us because they're listeners of the podcast I subscribe to this well I know they, they, they realised who we were uh, that we were listening and that they were listening to the podcast and we're also customers anyway they, some on Twitter we worked it out and they said I'll tell you what tell your listeners we'll give you guys a deal so if you go to cornerstone.co.uk slash eggchasers use the code egg10 you get yourself £10 off some mail order shaving products which you can pick your products you can pick a schedule that you want them delivered on 
you can pause at any time, cancel at any time, no contract, no obligation. Um, and with the £10 offer to start, it's ridiculously cheap just to give it a go. It's- is genuinely useful. It's, it's one of those things which is actually useful. Having razors come through your door is so much more useful than having a not- vibrating shaft or a <laughs> torch. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Stop <laughs> talking about your Valentine's the, Day gifts for your, uh, for your wife. On, on the end of your handle <laughs> or any of these things is less handy no, than having yeah. new razors. This is a, this is, you get a clap with your first order, you, of, of which you get £10 off because you're with us. Uh, you'll get a, a personalised metal shaving handle. Mine says JB. Yeah, engraved with your initials. And there you go. And actually, if you want to, get JB done on yours. <laughs> <laughs> you can easily cancel, get involved. If you want, you want to just try it and with a £10 offer, cornerstone.co.uk slash eggchasers, enter code EGG10. All the best. Uh, right, so we better get back to some blimmin' rugby then. Good idea, Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you take us across the uh, water, Phil? A little bit of Pro 12 action. Oh, my Ulster boys did me proud. Wait. Pride. Pride, Ulsterman. Oh, yes. So proud, Tim. Well, could, well, you should be proud of the signings they're making as well for next season. Yes. Ulster, Marcel Kurtz... Kuitzi. Kuitzi, Kuitzi, Kuitzi. However it's pronounced, he Big is... Big barnstorm in South African back row. He's a quality player and he's in his prime. So he's 24. Great signing. This is a presentation. Really exciting. Oh, here we go. How dare you? Explosive league. The creators of Dragons 13, Zebra Nil... <laughs> Starring Rory Pittman, Scott Andrews, and Luke Burgess, the other one. And definitely not featuring Aroni, Celtic Warriors, or Border Reavers. This is the Pro 12 Report. Continue, Phil. I can't believe he's jumped into Pro 12 without giving it the respect <laughs> it, it deserves. Sorry, Jay. There I, we go. I know you're, you're uh, very, very uh, careful with that kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. Um, JB always gives the Pro 12 the respect it deserves. I, I, no more. Absolutely. No more, no less. Exactly the right, right amount of respect that it deserves. Well, we had a Thursday night game in the Pro 12. I know. Dragons hosted Connacht, and Connacht won. 26-21. Uh, now, where is... What's his name going? It's big centre. So, Henshaw. Robbie, Robbie Henshaw, um, on Sunday of this week, has announced that he won't be renewing his contract with Connor 
but he's not yet said where he's going to go. So there's speculation as to whether he go to either Munster or Leinster. Has to be, right? Um, You'd think so. You Ulster don't need him. Ulster have got five international calibre centres, Irish centres. Yeah. Um, absolutely stacked in that position. So he could go to Munster or Leinster. I think Leinster would be more likely because you can team him up. Ben Teo's going and then you can team him up with uh, Ring Rose. That's all of a sudden quite nice, isn't it? Uh, it's very nice. And it, it's a, that could be the, the long-term centre partnership for Ireland as well. Mm. But I would have thought there'd be a few English clubs who'd be interested in him as well because he's a very, very handy player. But mm. with, with, with that win, Connor, um well, they, they kind of stay in second place in the league. They're, they're very solid season for them. And it means that top three are mm. Irish, Ulster, Connor, Leinster. Yeah. What a shock. I did not see this coming in the Pro 12. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? So Leinster, Leinster absolutely smashed, uh, was it Zebra? This is the problem with the Pro 12. The top three are Irish, the bottom two are Italian. Italian. The rest can do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. On, on the subject of Robbie, do you think? Do you remember when Andy Cole, the striker, became Andrew Cole towards the end of his career? Is, um, there, is there an age at which you can't be Robbie anymore? Because Johnny Wilkinson's always been Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. Well, but, like, d- Dan Carter in the World Cup, I noticed a lot of the press releases was Daniel Carter. Yeah. Although, obviously, he's no longer... Now it's Dan Carter's Racing 92. Dan, yeah. Dan Carter's Racing 92, yeah. Um, yeah, and also, Jermaine, Jermaine Gen- Jenis went to Genus. Oh, yeah, he changed, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, oh, Toby Falatel. Has yeah. gone from Toby to Tolupe. 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 Yeah. Uh, so there was good wins. Leinster comfortably beat Zebra. Ulster at home, another very close win um, against Glasgow, 13 10. Mm-hmm. Against a depleted but so- <laughs> depleted but very good uh, Glasgow team. And how did Leinster get, get on? 52 0. What's the point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> well, Benetton Treviso had a good win. Against Cardiff Blues. Against the Blues. Uh, the first first win of the season for Benetton. Yeah. Um, Zebra have been... Zebra... <laughs> I'm sorry to have won four. Like a broken real. It's so rubbish. That's my <laughs> that's my last input I'm, I'm going to have on this. You can carry on, though. OK, right. thanks. Thanks for your contribution <laughs> to the Pro 12 review. <laughs> we, we, we don't have to go into in, in, in depth on, on, on the games in general. It's, Please it, don't. It's, 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 it is an even more difficult time to look at the Pro 12 because of the number of players it, disproportionately they lose because there's so f- many fewer teams per country versus the Viva yeah. Premiership the concentration of players taken out is much much higher I think like, Saracens were losing 7 players which is a lot but you, you look at Glasgow and Leinster they're losing like 17 players it's just com- it's completely different level yeah. but it's, it, that unfortunately during the Six Nations is always going to be the case but normally they wouldn't be playing Pro 12 games during the Six Nations, so this year hits them harder. This year hits them harder. Yes. And so it's, it's going to have a big effect. Going back to the Aviva Premiership, we should really talk about, before we're done here, tweet by Wadi on Twitter. <laughs> the Wasp match against Saracens should be referred to as the St Valentine's Day Massacre from now on. And what a massacre. That was something else. Uh, and who... Uh, fair enough. You you quite rightly feel predicted a victory for Wasps away at Saracens, but that home record is gone. That home record is the, it's the manner of the the defeat that nobody would have predicted or seen. Well, it, how many tries? Eight tries. Uh, eight tries. My word. And it's the first time since two thousand and one that Saracens have compete, con- conceded more than fifty points in a competitive game. 
Last time they did it was against London and Irish in 2001. I can only imagine this is how the British public felt when the hood sunk. Uh, it's just so... It's just such a beatdown. Absolute beatdown. It was. They bullied them. It... Did they bully them? Because yes. I, I've not, I've not seen the game. Yeah, Nathan Hughes was back in and was just a, a human battering ram. Just, it was, it was like watching Nathan Hughes was like watching, uh, you know, the big when there's one massive kid at school who's like started puberty Stevie three years before everyone else. <laughs> it was like watching that. Nathan Hughes ran for 105 meters. <laughs> That's like an eight. NFL stat <laughs> from the line of scrimmage from number eight. But it wasn't just Hughes, uh, Piatau and Robson. They all three of those scored two well, tries. I, you know, I didn't expect this. I said that Wasps would score early, and I said also that Saracens would do what they do. Um, oh God, observe, adjust, destroy. Well, they just observed. It's yeah. I, 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 maybe this is this is why they can kill big teams. They've done it to Toulon as well. It's because, look at the people in, in, in that back line. How do you account for what, I don't know, Pietel might do next, or Daly, Wade or back Wade? In. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When it clicks, man, it clicks. Yes. And it, the two big ones, I mean, Pietel's incredible, but having Pietel and Wade in the back line, it's, who do you defend? Because you can't defend them both, particularly when Nathan Hughes is also back there fielding, mm. fielding kicks. You can't heard, defend all of them. I have heard that, I didn't know if I mentioned this in the last, last podcast, Wasps have offered silly money to both Ulster and PSL to keep him. Silly money. Hmm. There's talk as well of Wasps entering the race for Sipper's signature. Because everyone was sort of talking like, and a the, the lot of the rumours have been surrounding. Although Steve Diamond was saying he's confident that he's going to stay at South Sharks. So, but mm. but but Steve Diamond said that. Yes. Done. It's a deal. No, well, I'm not so sure. <laughs> When's the last time someone didn't do what Steve Diamond said? <laughs> think about it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think Sipers is going. I think he's going. I don't think he is. If Steve Diamond said that, I'll, I will go with Steve Diamond any day of the week. Okay. Say him now. Believe me later. No. <laughs> you're not prepared to put that that's the test. You're trying to you're trying to be consistent with uh, things coming true. I, I think you know the truth. And it'll be Quinn's I, I don't think it'll be wasps. Why mm, would it? Well hang on. Lazowski's gone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they've got Gopeth. Gopeth. Gopeth would be if Sippers goes Jackson. there. Jackson. Oh yeah, Jackson as well. So it's not like they're desperate for. I mean, where would he fit in? Well, maybe maybe Quinn's makes a lot well, of sense. Maybe there's a trade to be done because Sale Sharks are going to need a ten, and Sale can offer a ten as make weight. Uh, so as, Jackson, Wasps can offer a ten as make weight. Well, so Jackson no, for Jackson for Sippers. Yes, they can. But, for Sippers. Yes, they can. But no, they can't. I don't, sure. I don't even think it's about money. No, I'm, I'm not sure it is. I, I know he, want, he wants to play for England again. That's what he yeah. repeatedly said. Well, they all say that about um, Sale. And if they all bloody stayed there, they would be playing for England because <laughs> they'd be a good team. Yeah. Um, question for you two. Yes. Is Dan Robson, who scored two tries, carried for 62 metres from seven carries, um, is he the best backup nine in the country? Mm, good good question. question. Back up to Joe Simpson. Was, I remember when we talked about him signing, we were like, "Wow, that's a that's going to be interesting with Simpson and Robson." Because yeah, he, he went he went from backup to Laidlaw to backup to Simpson. Yeah, which I, I I really rate him. I think he. Could, oh, I think he's a great player. I think he should have gone to. I think uh, Bath should have signed him. 
I think it would have been a good move for him. We were we were very excited about Matawalu, however. Yes. And then, and then we saw him operate within that bath structure, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Decock and Wigglesworth are obviously two very a, uh, a good tandem. I'm going to say no. If you count Khan Votolihi as a backup. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good pairing. Oh, yeah, of course. Dixon and Votolihi, yeah. yeah. I, well, I would actually count Votolihi as, as the starter. But it's three yeah. on, three off, isn't it? Is that not how they do it? They, they wrote, they're pretty much 50-50, but hey. I think Votolihi starts. But that's yeah. a good, very good point. Let's actually. just say he's right up there. And, well, I'll tell you who's... Uh, and, and, and broader point about Northampton, um, they're getting right back up there again in that mix for one of those top four spots. Cause, and again, after really struggling... They're a bit resurgent at the moment, and they seem to be enjoying this international window. Yeah, and we made the point last week they're not losing as many players, and because they've got players with England experience, the likes of Dixon, uh, Burrell, who've been playing Foden, terribly in the first part of the season by their standards. Wood, oh. Callum Clark, who haven't gone, who are still still there. Do you know what amazes me about Saints uh, in terms of scouting and their recruitment? Northampton's win was crushing, uh, yeah. as was Wasps. Bath just needed to win, and. They did. <laughs> they just. They did. Skin of their teeth. Oh stuff. my word! I think I'd better lose this. Yeah, uh, and we 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 said it would be close. And uh, Monday Books, who uh, and he's a publisher, has published lots of rugby autobiographies and books. And uh, is it Monday? Monday Books. Monday yeah. Books. Yeah. Uh, that tweeted to say, um, enjoying the two great pods for the price of one. Regarding Bath, I feel sad for them with their defeats. Obviously, this was pre the the win against Worcester. Uh, but mostly because Mike Ford is such a lovely man and at their best, Bath are an utter joy to watch, which you can't disagree with that sentiment. It wasn't about being a joy to watch. It was about winning and they eked it out in ugly fashion. But Just though, I mean, Worcester ran for considerably more yards. They beat more defenders. They had more territory in possession. Bath just snuck it at the end. Um and a few Tom Tom Homer penalties was what won it for them. Yeah, right. So a week on from when we asked the same question, I can't remember what we said last week. What did we say last week when we said the question, who's going down? Pick now, who goes down? I picked Worcester. I also picked Worcester. And what did you pick, Jay? Newcastle? Or Irish? I think I would have picked Newcastle. Yeah, I think you did yeah. pick Newcastle. I th- for me, I think it's Worcester, London, Irish at the moment. And I just edge Worcester. I think Worcester. Because they're run of form. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like they've run out of steam. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. No, they've. The point is, they've got sixty minutes of steam in every game. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good point. So they're doing well, and then still not coming up. So they know what to do. They just know they can't do it for eight for eighty minutes. It's a, it must be a horrible feeling. Yeah. Well, onto that. Let's get onto the fixtures ahead. Obviously, um, just, just sorry. Just one oh, yeah, more thing on. about Worcester. Yeah. I mentioned it last week about their place kicking. This week, forty percent success from the tee. That's not good enough. It's more. It's, it's, it's more it's than not. that. It's more than that. The, 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 well, no, it's not more than that because that would have won in the game comfortably. But um, yeah. the, the the ten is the area that worries me the most in terms of game management, putting them in the right positions when when you are trying to eke out wins. That's so crucial. Tom Heathcote, decent squad, good good young player, good young player, decent squad player. Is he the man you go? I'm going to make him the sort of game management captain to eke out massively important well, wins look, and tight games. Look how important Andy Good has been for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, and. Tom Heathcote will be able to run faster, bench press more, be ten times fitter, do everything in terms of that, uh, the fitness and strength and speed, better than Andy Good, but he doesn't have the intelligence or the experience about uh, closing out the game, and his kicking is not as good at sticks. So, how long can Andy Good last? I mean, that's a genuine question. Yeah. I'm not trying to be f- f- till C- May. Okay. 
we'll get, <laughs> we'll get a laugh. But why? I mean, he's never going to get any fast, uh, faster. So I he, thought you said fatter then. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> never going to get any fatter. No, he's never going to get any faster. <laughs> Dean Richards has said, uh, we got to, said yeah. in the post-match chat, he went, oh, the tubby lad at 10's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why you couldn't go for one or two more. Charlie Hodgson certainly could. Yeah. And the older you get at fly half, surely the better you get. Because you've seen it all before. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think good, considering he had no pre-season at all, uh, and put on a sizable amount of weight. That was He's doing impressive things. He is doing impressive things with that consideration. Um, we should get on and talk about the games coming up this weekend. Obviously, no Six Nations games to talk about, um, but we'll preview those on next week. So I suppose we'll only do one podcast next week. Yes, yeah, we will do one. Uh, because we won't have the split MWDP and Six Nations pods. Um, but let's talk about the Premiership fixtures and the Pro 12 fixtures coming up this weekend. Friday night, and this is massive. Two teams that have found the international window difficult and will be desperate for a win to try and cement a top four position. Well, Leicester in their case and Quinns to get back into the top four. Uh, Quinns at the Stoop host Leicester. This mm. very much depends who they play and who they don't. It's hard to call. They, they won't have any of the England players. Well, Rob Shaw's not going to play because I've he's got... played every second of, it, of the England game so far. Uh, oh. Of England. Quinns, so far, hasn't he? Quinns could legitimately bring in Jamie Roberts. Oh, that'd be horrible because he because of his contract. So they could actually bring him in. I don't think they should do because you're not likely to get the best out of. Well, Conor O'Shea hasn't got to worry about him next season. He could just flog him if he burn wanted. him out, burn him out. Hey, listen, Jamie, we're paying you three hundred thousand pounds a year. I'm going to get my money's worth. We let, You've already we, missed five we, weeks. Yeah, for... we, let, we, let, we let you have your little project at uh, Cambridge. Yeah, get yourself at inside centre and run over Freddie Burns if he plays. Cause he, he went off injured, but yeah, so. Um, but Quinns do lose more. We've said it before. And Leicester are only losing Youngs and uh, Youngs and Cole. Yeah. But then they have lost the last two. I would go Leicester with this, even though it's at home. Quinns without their star players are just nothing. Uh, we see it time and time again. Yeah, it, I, I think Leicester should win. Yeah, it was Quinns got roundly beaten by Gloucester. Yeah, I'm going to go Leicester. Yes. Uh, on to Saturday, then we'll stick with the Premiership. Sarries Gloucester. This is intriguing after last the weekend's results just My gone. instinct says Saracens are going to absolutely annihilate them. I think Saracens will win, but not by much. I think Saracens really? will win. Yeah, I think they'll win by a score. I think uh, we've built up this Gloucester team now to be a bit better than they are. Saracens, <laughs> on the back of a, a big defeat, wow. Saracens this week. I mean, the reason that they're a nice club to be at for players is because they win and they can afford to be nice. This week will not be nice, and they want to and they will want to get get back in back onto winning ways. Mm. Yeah, I think that's going to be. I think that's game of the weekend. And will will they be allowed to have players like Jamie George who hasn't had a lot of game time back and Mario Todji? Because Todji actually played last week, so he was in the twenty five, but not and the twenty three. Flew back for the Sunday match. Yes, um, that'll be interesting I, I to think, see. I think they might do. Unless Eddie Jones is considering starting Itoji in the, the following game. Mm. But no, I, I think... I think uh, quick question for you. Of the two Saracens second rows, four Saracens, who is the better player, Cruz or Itoji? Well, I think we talked about it on the Six Nations podcast. Um, Cruz, really Cruz for England, 100%. Cru- oh, Cruz is the number one in English second row. Right, moment. but that wasn't the question. Oh, what was the question, sorry? For Saracens, yeah. who is playing better, Itoji or Cruz? Well, they do slightly different things, and Itoji has been captaining yeah. Saracens. It's actually won 13 out of 13 captain in Saracens. So he's obviously a huge part of their game, and you'd have to say if he's captain, he's first na- name on the team sheet. Yeah. 
What a but, second row pairing they might have in a couple of years. Oh, my word. Well, they do now. Yeah. <laughs> They're only no, going to be better. But in, in a couple yeah. of years. In a couple of years, they'll be even better. It could be like up there with the, when you think about the partnerships for club and country, oh. Donna Crow Callahan and Paul O'Connell when Munster had that pairing. Yeah. So it could be like that kind of... I mean, it'd be like three years ago when we'd all say, imagine what George North's going to be like in three years. <laughs> you know, he hasn't done anything for three years. Or uh, Manu Tuolagi. Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't done anything for three Since years. Since he jumped off that ferry. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best thing he'll ever do. Exactly. Uh, oh, I'm going, Sar- Let the boys play. Saracens win. Me too. Uh, it will be more comfortable if Todry starts for them. Yeah. Uh, Worcester sail. Sail away victory. Sail. In the, in the last ten minutes they'll win. Sale as well, I think. And and then this one, for about the tenth time this season, Bath Wasps. <laughs> it is, isn't it? This will be the fourth round yeah. of Bath Few Wasps. Uh, Bath. And I'll tell you oh, why. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll tell That's you why. big call. Wasps, like, the, they're basically giant killers. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll go to Bath, and I think, I think Bath will take them. No. Wasps. Wasps. Imagine how confident they're going to be going into that game now. I think this might be ugly as well. Mm. Really? I think this I think this won't be pretty for Bath. Uh Irish against Exeter on Sunday. Exeter. Exeter. Give me Exeter. Irish are in trouble. This is an interesting one. Newcastle hosting Northampton. Newcastle North Saints. I think the Saints are going to struggle here. I'm calling Saints to win this one. I will. They're looking powerful. Yes. Uh, stringing, stringing some good performances together, Saints. Plastic pitch. It could be an ambush. I'm not going to be brave enough to pick it. I do think Northampton will win. I'm going to say Newcastle at home by less than a score. I'll go on then. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll wow. go with you, Phil. I, I think. Yeah, I'll go with you. No. Yes. <laughs> I'll make your mind up. Mm. Pro 12? Yeah, Pro 12. This will take two seconds. Uh, we've got. Why are they postponed? It's oh, just no. been moved. So we've got Benetton Treviso host the uh, Newport Gwent Dragons. Oh, God. Everyone going to be watching that at 10 past 6 on Friday night? Legitimately, I think we're allowed to say just, just let's stick on the games that really kind of matter. Okay, Osprey. And that is being respectful to the, to the, to the <laughs> oh, pro Real tour. respect. Real you respect. cannot dress that up as respectful to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, dragons. Um, no, yes. actually. Yeah, Dragons. Dragons. Um, Ospreys who've just had a very good win away at Munster do they get all their players back? no no no, God no, no. they won't no chance uh, Ho- so Ospreys, Ospreys host in Edinburgh yeah. yeah I'm going to say Ospreys Glasgow host Munster Munster I'm going to say Glasgow Munster aren't no, are the no. team they, they have been in previous seasons Blues Leinster on Saturday Blues who've just come away from a crushing defeat to Benetton Treviso Leinster and Leinster a massive 52 point to nil win <laughs> you're right there Jay yeah <laughs> uh, Leinster away Zebra Connacht uh, Connacht, Connacht comfortably Connacht. and then Ulster host Scarlets oh, Ulster. Ulster to stay top of the Pro 12 for another week do you know what they should do at Pro 12 do you know in the Premiership they, they relegate teams well, at the bottom of the Pro-, Pro 12, if you come bottom, they should burn your entire club. And they should carry on doing this each and every year until there's a condensed enough group of teams that's actually competitive. <laughs> hey, well, I, I, I like, I, I've got more respect this season for the Pro 12. Why? Because I've watched more of the rugby and it's actually pretty good. Oh. However, this Six Nations period is really, it's really, so, it's a tough sell. It's brutal. It I watched it over Christmas. I, I think I might occasionally watch this. And oh, it's awful. Christmas helps because it's all the local 
yeah, local derbies. Yeah. So they, they have you get all the a good few games. people in the stadiums. They have all the good games in like uh, four weeks, and then just the dross. <laughs> Dragons away. Treviso. Oh my god. Mm. I mean, even Dragons have been a fairly nice story in the European in the European Challenge Cup. Yeah. But the tenth. Oh, forget it. Forget it. Move on. Anyway, right. Uh, so it will just be the one podcast next week, and that will be talking about the domestic rugby and looking ahead to the Six Nations. But list download the Six Nations podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen on Acast at Rugby Podcast on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Twitter, and we'll see you next time in a bit, Phil. Thank you, Tim. Nice one, JB. Thanks, Tim. Laters.